This is Leisha Holmes and I'm your host on the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast brought to you by Hoxo Media and I have been so excited to welcome my <laughs> next guest to our channels. This is a new face to some of our audience but I think the brand name might be familiar if you are in the current generation of recruiters. This is Eloise Sutton Kirby who is the co-founder and director of growth of Vincere coming to you today from Saigon I believe. How are you? Correct. Oh, I'm wonderful. Thanks so much for having me, Lysha. It's a real honour to be here. Oh, well, it's an absolute pleasure. And I think we must shout out to Chris O'Connell, who um, made me more aware of you as a person from me. He did a short um, show for International Women's Week, and I think we were both very honoured to be guests on that. So for anyone that's not yet watched that, definitely go back to the archive on Chris's channel, because uh, your story is unbelievable. <laughs> thank you. Likewise, by the way. Oh, and Chris is such a connector, isn't he? He no, just he, does it so naturally. The conduit. I think that's a good he, is. he is. He is. Chris the Conduit. He'll like that, I think. <laughs> that's your new branding resources. There you go. So I wanted to invite you on today because I've got huge respect for you, for you as a business leader, obviously as a, a fellow mum, but also as a, the way that you weaponize recruiters through your technology. So tell us the story of Incherry. How did it come about? So for those listeners who've never heard of Vincere, just a brief intro to what we do. So we have a technology platform that is built for recruiters um, and only the recruitment and staffing industry. Um, so we started in 2012, we started building out a CRM that became an ATS um, that then has grown and grown to what it is today. Um, so we have five modules that we weaponize our recruiters with. Um, we have the pipeline-centric ATS, which is really where your consultants live day in, day out. Um, and then around that, we have our online timesheets, pay and bill, which is aimed at contract and temp recruitment firms. Uh, we also have websites, candidate client portals, um, analytics, and we call it Vincere Communications, which is quite unique to us. It's like um, a version of Slack, if you've ever heard of that, but native to your database, kind of the commu communication layer that lives on top of your data. So it's kind of an all-in-one platform. And our goal was to help a lot of recruitment firms who had built a rec tech stack that had become a debt stack or even worse, a Franken stack. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so we want to slay the Franken stack basically and make recruiters' life easier so they can grow the business and make more money. Which ultimately, I mean, you're, you did this from the viewpoint that you were a recruiter, of course. You'd moved over there as a recruiter, as a billing recruiter. Yeah. So, so had you, what, what do you think... As we record this in 2021, obviously with all of mm. the technology, how does Vincere change and weaponize recruiters that maybe are using a current CRM system and obviously are using things like LinkedIn? So how, how do you do things differently? I'd say one of the main things that we do differently is that if you're a recruiter listening and you think about what your tech stack is, um, typically we find that even small to mid-sized recruitment firms are using a mix of different tools. So that could be anywhere between five to 10 different platforms. Mm -hmm. That's five to 10 different contracts, five to 10 different support, customer success teams. Um, the more vendors you have, typically the more um, integration nightmares you have. Um, so what we do is we build everything ourselves, certainly not the easy path, but hey, it's too late now. <laughs> um, uh, we've built everything ourselves. So everything comes natively pre-integrated from day one. So you don't get into any of this crap with, you know, the vendor blame game. The integration's not working. Vendor A goes, it's not me. Vendor B goes, it's not me. And ultimately, you as the recruitment firm own owner, you're left there with a stack of systems that don't really speak to each other. It's costing you a load of money that you don't really control. 
So we looked at the way the rec tech landscape had kind of evolved, especially over the last 10 years. Mm. And we just thought, you know what? Rec tech is broken. Mm. We need to provide a true all-in-one solution. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, so yeah, so that's what we did. And here we are, Lysha. Oh, absolutely. And here you are in, in, almost 10 years later, which is, yep. and you know, you've literally transformed the lives, I imagine, of millions of recruiters across the globe. Oh, not millions yet, but you know, give me time. Um, no, we've we've got about seventeen thousand recruiters on Vinny now globally. Um, yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Well, we absolutely love it. We've made loads of cock-ups on the way, um, but one thing that we've really just tried to stay true to is who we are, which you know, we're recruiters at heart. We kind of joke. I say that. Have you? Be- how do you, as a recruiter? Because I mean, I'm not technical at all. I'm a total technophobe. So how do you, I guess, make sure when you're hiring people for yourself, I know that a lot of your ambassadors are ex-recruiters as well because they understand the journey that a recruiter goes on and therefore mm. empathise a lot better. So how technical do you think recruiters need to be? Do you think people need recruiters need to understand technology to be successful these days? Um, I think they need to be, the, the smart ones who want to scale a business, I think have to have an element of being tech savvy. Um, otherwise you get left behind I think Um, you know we had this amazing event called COVID-19 which hit obviously a year ago out of nowhere and one of the kind of macro trends that we've seen off the back of that we've all experienced it is that it accelerated digital transformation you know 10 years in three months right so even those recruiters who'd been a bit reticent to move off of their old on-premise system they were forced to modernize and that meant that the tech savvier firms that had already made that leap to the cloud you know they'd really you know trying to escape that tech frankenstein and were modernizing already they had such an advantage they yeah. were light street light light streets light years ahead of competitors who'd you know not wanting like to embrace street. the tech streets ahead, and light ahead like- <laughs> you know what i mean i, I like that, that. <laughs> you can have that with heard it for, you heard it here first guys light streets ahead <laughs> Um, but I I don't think I don't think they have to be you know madly tech you know everything doesn't have to be automated you know Mm -hmm. people talk about automation it doesn't have to go too far we're human and recruiter best recruiters are always going to be still picking up the phone and engaging with people in my humble opinion Mm -hmm. Uh, but I think if you want to scale a business then yeah you need to have an element of tech savviness about you what I mean what do you think well you're a recruiter I am a recruiter and I think that what you've just said there really unites us in terms of our mindset in that I think ultimately human beings want to engage with human beings when they're on a journey in their career in their love life you know which is why you know Mm. we talked about that offline but we can use technology you know it's that human using the technology that's going to have the advantage of it it's not pushing a person's journey with the technology so I think that's where you know, using portal-based systems to match people up on, on keywords. I do have a problem with that when it comes to influencing people. I don't, when it comes to matching up to then have that engagement, pick up the phone. This is, you know, what's your, what's your experience, what you're looking for, understanding motivations, understanding a client's needs, you know, really positioning it, but championing the technology to get you to that point. And I think it just, I think it elevates you. And I think, you know, the reality is that even the most technophobes amongst us, which maybe, I don't know if it's a generational thing. Yes, we have had to adapt, 
but certainly mm-hmm. that, that transformation in 2020 was literally mind-blowing where I had clients you know I partnered as, as I know you did we've got a similar client base you know recruitment firms that were I'm not saying they were draconian um, in their mindset, but were probably more reticent to adapt and use technology, but they, they had no choice. Um, yeah. They just wouldn't have survived. And I think that's where now it's, for me, it, it, it is about scalability, whether your plan is to become one person to five or whether it's five to 5,000. Or just make more money, increase or your billings as a, as a lone sniper recruiter, you know, and that's scaling as well, I suppose. This is one really interesting thing, actually, that you just brought up, which is this is where I think small to mid-sized recruitment firms can have a real edge through tech. Because if you're looking at a Michael Page, for example, and I say this with the greatest respect because mm-hmm. I yeah. worked for those guys, yeah, you know, implementing, you know, um, yeah. implementing tech into an organization like that, which is they're huge, yeah. you know, they're a global giant. That ain't happening overnight. And that agility of being able to adopt tech in a smart way for the small and the mid-sized guys, and I'd say mid-sized would be, you know, anything up to like you know, 200 people. So that to me would be mid-sized still. Um, they can have such an advantage over their competitors in that respect. So and we've seen that a lot. So stating the obvious then, what is mm. the best advantage for uh, I mean a lot of our audience are aspiring leaders in SMEs so what's their advantage if they do adapt that technology um insights um if you have an ecosystem of you know your CRM that has really solid analytics baked into it Mm. and you know not ones that are provided by a third-party app that you've got to pay you know, arm and a leg to have a semi-integration with that's not really real time. Yeah. I'm talking about real-time analytics, not stuck on Excel, dashboards on your phone. That as a business leader, you can spot risk, you can see, you know, opportunity and you can take decisions fast. That's a competitive edge. Yeah, it is. Um, You've used the word agility. I mean, being nimble in business mm-hmm. has never been more important because our world, the recruitment world in particular, moves so fast. Yeah. It's the most innovative sector, I think, possibly, you know, that I can think of. And I think that that's where you're the best champion for that in terms of what you've achieved with your brand. So what's next for you? I mean, is, is you because you no one could have predicted last year and, you know, you're, you were definitely very well positioned to platform yourself as, as sort of the leading brand in, in, in this beautiful, you call it ecosystem. I love that. <laughs> what, what, what do you see as the future for technology and that wed, that sort of blend and that wedding, that marriage almost between recruitment and technology? What's next, do you think? We interrupt this episode of the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast to bring you a message from our wonderful sponsors over at Hoxo Media. Now, recruitment agencies invest heavily in LinkedIn licenses because ultimately it's where we're all at. Given that we spend an average one to two hours a day on our phones, the rest of the time is spent scrolling through LinkedIn, looking for unicorn candidates and target clients. Now, if we look at the recruitment training programs that are available, they tend to be focused around outbound phone sales and leadership skills. So how do you, our listener, maximize the huge investment of time and money that is spent on LinkedIn? Well, this is where Hoxo Media is solving this problem for hundreds of recruitment agencies, and we want to share this message with you. Their academy program allows recruiters across the globe being coached in how to optimize their LinkedIn profile, creating daily habits for building out that unbelievable audience, that target audience, where they're producing their own valuable content that engages the right people 
and ultimately drives content into inbound sales conversations. As I mentioned, they're working with hundreds of recruitment agencies and there are over 300 recruiters every month enrolling on the academy, which enables them to increase their knowledge in how to basically develop the best content and maximize the results from LinkedIn. And to be honest with you, the testimonies have been absolutely incredible. So by enrolling in the academy with just one single payment, you can train your entire business for 12 months, which is why I'm so excited to share this message with you, our listener. So if you're a traditional recruiter like me, and you're an owner of a business, or you've got teams working for you who rely on outbound calls to attract clients and candidates, then really you do need to listen to this message and get in touch. You might find that you are using LinkedIn, but perhaps just for sharing jobs on there, and you struggle generally for um, original content ideas, and ultimately the confidence to actually know what is going to be good content for driving that inbound business. So I would love you to speak to Hoxo Media. Drop me a DM either on the link on this message on this episode or send me a WhatsApp and I can give you more information on how your agency can benefit from joining this program. Enjoy the rest of the episode. I think that I think there's no shortcuts um, when it comes to like really building out a true tech platform where all elements are purely integrated and native to each other. That's a, a 10 year process and it's taken us this long to get to it. So for us, it'll be about building on top of that. Um, I think the word automation, you know, we've had it shoved down our necks, haven't we, in all these recruitment podcasts for the last year. I think there's so much talk about automation that is really BS. I think unless you're using systems that truly speak to each other, automation is kind of going to remain a bit of a pipe dream. Um, so for us, what we're really putting on, we're putting our money where our mouth is with this as well, Elijah. We spent a lot of time and money developing our internal communication platform, uh, which we call VinniChat. So we sort of think that the way that recruitment firms actually communicate internally over the next year is going to be really critical. It's going to set them up for success. Mm -hmm. People are working from home now. Um, recruiters are working from home. So they've had to find this new way of communicating and a weekly Zoom call or a Zoom call every morning. It's just not going to cut the mustard. Internal email, we think, is dead, certainly yeah. dying. So, and Slack is a great tool, um, but it lives outside your database. So, what we've done is we've you know, we've invested in this thing called VinniChat, which is basically a replacement of Slack or MS Teams, but lives inside your phone, lives inside your database. Um, so, yeah, we took taken a bit of a punt on this. I thought our CEO Bernie was an absolute nutter two years ago when he said no. This is the future. This is what we've got to build. This is going to change the way that recruiters talk to each other and collaborate and recruit. Um, but I'm pleased to say, now, I think exactly. he's right. Yeah. <laughs> I hate when that happens, but I've got to give it to him. Well, that's Clever. Nice. Yeah, very, very well done, Bernie. I yeah. think it's very insightful of you. And I think you're right. I think people are changing the way they're communicating. I think that the world has changed in terms of how we operate. I did a poll on LinkedIn quite recently mm. where I asked my audience how many of you were working from home how many of you are working in the office and how many of you are working blended and 53% were working blended 33% were working from home so it's that's you know basically most people are not going to be in the office full-time so your communication as a recruitment leader is going to be your game changer for retaining your talent and then also totally. what you do externally so to have that um mini chat do you say it's mini chat in your chat, that's right. And yeah, cool. um, yeah it's it's different, and it's uh, you know it's going to basically be the automation backbone for everything else that's going on in the business. Well, Someone lands on your website, ping you through Vinny chat. 
Exactly. It's interesting because I say to recruitment leaders as well, and I've only started this since COVID hit really. So what, what's your, what are you using for internal communication? What? What do you mean? Internal communication. Not even thought about it. And we think that should be a thing. If you're a recruitment sure. business leader, what's your strategy there? You know, there's all sorts of impl implications as well around security. You know, you don't, if your recruiters are, everything's happening on WhatsApp. Yeah. Yeah. De-risk. Yeah. Think about it. Or you've moved to signal. It's still not the same. And it's it's an external yeah. chat. I think it's it, I think it's absolutely vital. And I think you, it's a critical part of retaining your best talent, which ultimately we're talking about attracting talent, but actually it's about retaining your best talent too, because that's your com competitive advantage. Forget everything else. Yeah. So I, I think totally agree. Insightful. So we talked off camera about Clubhouse and about audio. And who knows what the future will bring in terms of future apps. So what are your views on the ever-changing landscape of all these different apps out there. Just, I wondered if you've got any personal views on TikTok and how we can be using technology in other ways as recruiters to give us a competitive advantage. Even though I work in tech, I am probably a bit of a Luddite when it comes to this. I've been very laser focused and I say to my team, listen, let's keep it simple. Marketing strategy is this. Yeah. Dominate LinkedIn. Let's just focus on LinkedIn because all of our, you know, all of our, prospects are recruiters and we all live on LinkedIn in recruitment right um, I've heard the you know the clubhouse waves seem to come out of nowhere and I thought oh my god FOMO need to get on it didn't get on it and you know what I think the wave's passing already although I don't want to be presumptuous yeah. what would you say yeah. clubhouse a thing still or it, 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 when it started in the UK probably end of Jan 2021 I, this is a tsunami of change oh my god but i'm you just use the word fomo for me i'm jomo because i was just like how many, how many more things what's jomo joy of missing out oh like see you later <laughs> i'm too busy over here on linkedin we're both too busy on linkedin dominating that's what we're doing so but i i embraced it um because i thought well this is audio and it's powerful and it, it's contrary to video uh, and that's, mm. that was the whole concept of it. Um, but I have to say, I think it's diminished in attractivity to recruiters because we're all busy again. Um, we've come out of yeah. it's different levels for, across the globe as people are listening now. But I think it has a place for those who may be looking to channel. It depends where your brand development is. I think if you've got an existing established brand, I think it's fairly limiting as to what your advantage would be if you were going to spend that time on, over on LinkedIn. I still think that there's a better ROI on LinkedIn because you can measure it better. I think with Clubhouse, yes, you get the advantage of speaking to or being in a room with, you know, exceptionally well-known leaders or, you know, inspiring people. I know that Elon Musk famously had a room in there. And um, personally, I get major sort of anxiety if I go into a room and there's more than like 50 people in there because I'm not going to put my, my hand up. So I think it's got a, a, a limited attractiveness to established recruiters. And I think there's a real risk to... Uh, our time spent especially those words it's a big risk for your time management because it, you could just get lost in rooms and go from room to room and what and then you've just lost a whole day I think that's it isn't it you know you've got to be time is money cliche but true so you have to think where you're going to invest it for us we invest a lot of time in LinkedIn we don't spend any money there but we invest a lot of time on LinkedIn and also Instagram because we've been on a massive hiring drive and the type of people we want to attract, which are basically, you know, ex-recruiters really, um, who are quite progressive with tech. They're all on Instagram as well. So we focus on those two. Yeah. Um, it's just about understanding where your audience is, isn't it? Simple as that. And just do, I just think, you know, don't spread yourself thin. If you're going to do something, commit to it. It's like a rugby tackle. 
don't commit to it, you're going to get hurt. So you've got to commit to it. Um, <laughs> I, I say that a lot to my team, I, like a sport analogy. I love it. I love sport analogy. No, I, I agree with you, Totin. I think it's really reassuring to hear that from someone that, you know, you are obviously an embracer of tech and change and, you know, you enable thousands of people to um, basically do their job better and easier and smarter. Let's talk about working smart. And I just think that when a new shiny object gets thrown at us, um, you have to, you have to, there's always going to be an early adopter that will go out and trial it. Mm. I think you have to make a fairly rapid decision to decide whether or not, and you know, we just measured it over a period of about four, four or five months where we've just, maybe not even that long, where we've just seen that there's been a decline. And I think if that's your trajectory after three or four months, it's just not worth your time. But that's just, I can only speak as a rector So I think if, if anyone that's listening or watching this as we've broadcast, you've actually had an amazing response from Clubhouse. We want to know about it, you know. I'd be very interested as well. I'd be really interested. That'd be a great case study for you to like, if someone does come in, you could share that. I bet loads of recruits would be interested in that. There are definitely two or three people in my community who are, they are leaders of, in, in very niche areas and they have had phenomenal success over in Clubhouse. But I think maybe that's just very specific to their sector, perhaps, I don't know. So, so there you go. I mean, We'll I, I mean, I was going. Yeah, I was going to say one thing that we did this year, which has been really good for us, was we um, decided to invest in training on on social for our troops, for our sales and CS guys. So we put our teams through the Hoxo Academy, yeah. um, and that was brilliant. That's eight weeks, and it's just an hour a week. So you know, anyone can invest that time, and we've seen some really great results through that. Yeah. Sean's just brilliant. Well, recommend. We, love, we love short big shout out to our sponsors Hoxo Media who obviously enable us to share this podcast with you and I'm also a, an ex-cohort member of the academy it's it's definitely sponsored my brand I'm recommending it's good isn't it oh it's just it to, to, to be honest with you if you are a recruiter that seriously wants to elevate their brand I can't imagine why you wouldn't consider it because to me it gives you these simple tools to amplify your message it's as simple as that and it is it's, it's absolutely wonderful so that's really great thank you for that mm-hmm. i'm sure we'll tag sean in on this because he's had a shout out we'll tag him the rest of that the- silver fox oh yeah oh i know he's lovely aren't you sean <laughs> both manx that's what we like as well so as we um as we come to the end of our podcast which i knew would be really high energy and really insightful is there anything that's exciting on the horizon for Vincherry over 21 22 oh my gosh there's so much. I We have some mega weapons in the pipeline. Um, so three big ones that are coming from Vinny in the immediate future. So we have Vincherry Digital. Um, we are basically giving our customers the ability to now not just have candidate and client portals on Vincere, but their whole website. As this was just a natural progression from us and customers have been asking about it for ages. Uh, so we've been developing it for about 18 months and that is landing in August. Amazing. So that's going to be really big for us. Um, the other biggie is Vinimate, sorry, Vincere Automate to give it its full title. So this is a full uh, marketing automation and automation workflow suite. Um, we've looked at the sort of market and seen what's out there and we've kind of really pushed about out to take it one step further. This is more, I mean, the customers of all sizes can use it, but it's kind of aimed probably a bit more enterprise. Um, so that's coming out um, in Q4. And we also have Vineo, which is our own video interviewing platform. Oh, wow. This is a world first live shirt. We've not oh, told anybody God. about this. So this is hot off the press. Very hot um, off the press. Yeah. So that's going to be uh, integrated in our live list, uh, which is a really popular feature of ours, um, loved by our customers. 
Wow. You are an absolute champion for anyone that, you know, is looking to weaponize themselves and just elevate themselves. So we'll make sure all the company information on yours as well is on shared across all the broadcast channels. And, oh, thank you uh, so much for having me. It's been a real been, pleasure. Well, it's been a real pleasure to get to know you too. I, I knew would, I knew I'd just be like, I've got high energy, high energy. <laughs> off you, but thank you so much. And you know, for, for anyone that wants to know more information about any of the existing products of Venturi or anything that Eloise has talked about, please do drop her a DM on LinkedIn, and I'm sure she'll be absolutely thrilled to help you. But thank you so much from uh, from sort of sunny Lancashire to oh uh, it's always sunny in Saigon is that just how it it's, is it's it's always hot but it's glass of wine time here because I'm seven hours ahead of you oh, so well go and enjoy <laughs> I, will, I will toast you with my alcohol free because I don't drink but you go and enjoy your bubbles you definitely do thank you so much for joining us today You've been thanks for having me cheers Laisha.